This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St. Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on October 2nd, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. chapter 2. If then there is any comfort in Christ, any consolidation in love, any partnership in the Spirit, any tender affection and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or empty conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, assuming human likeness. And being found in appearance as a human, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him even more highly and gave him the name that is above every other name, so that in the name given to Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, Work on your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who, who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be We'll hear again the words of Philippians chapter 2, the verses that Abby read for us during my sermon time, but I'm going to add just some verses at the end. Uh, that follow these verses that we heard. These are chapters, uh, verses 14 and 15 and the beginning part of verse 16 in Philippians chapter 2, where Paul goes on to say, Do all things without murmuring and arguing, so that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation in which you shine like stars in the world or stars in the universe, holding out holding forth the word of life. Let's pray. Loving God, pour out the Spirit of Christ on us as we meditate on your word this day. Fill our hearts and fill our minds so that we might share the mind of Christ uh, and follow him in his mission to the world. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, I think I can say hand on heart that the words I'm about to say I've never said from um, the pulpit before. I honestly think that Collingwood was probably the best team throughout the... Through, I'm, I'm sorry to any Brisbane supporters. And I'm not a Collingwood fan myself, but um, these are unique times. I'm about to preach a sermon. I'm about to go on a long period of leave, four months of leave. Wow, how blessed am I, hey? And I've never been in this situation where I've preached the sermon before going on leave for so long. So this is the uniqueness that I want to come to. Um, what do I say? You know, I'm about to go on leave. I'm um, the pastor here. 
surely there are some big important words of wisdom that I've got for you as I leave. Certainly, before I forget, I want to say how thankful I am to God and uh, to you um, for the gift that you give. It's a, it's a wonderful gift of, uh, of life, I think, that you provide for me and provide for Sue, my wife, this gift of, of leave. Thank you. Very generous. So, now back to those inspiring words. I'm trying, you can see I'm trying to build up to something, but p- perhaps that's the reality of it, isn't, isn't it? That it's not my words, it's not my wisdom, it's not my creativity that we're gathered here for today. And so I'm going to let God be God as much as I possibly can. Because it's God's wisdom, it's God's creativity, it's God's word for you, for us all, that gathers us here uh, as the Spirit brings us. It's a grace-filled word from God. And I reckon these verses in Philippians chapter 2 that we've heard today uh, really encapsulate this so beautifully. In fact, they are so full and they are so rich that I reckon it could take me up to, say, four months of Sundays to unpack them all. Hey, maybe I should hang around. (laughs) Nah. Let's let God be God. Paul writes this, "If, If then, or it might be since then, there is any comfort in Christ, any consolation from love, any partnership in the Spirit any tender affection and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or empty conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look to not uh, look to not your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, assuming human likeness, and being found in human appearance... Uh, He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him even more highly and gave him the name that is above every other name, so that at the name given to Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work on your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure." Do all these things without murmuring and arguing, so that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish, in the midst of a crooked, crooked, I should say, and perverse generation, 
in which you shine like stars in the universe, holding out the word of life. As I prepare for this time of leave, and as the staff team and team of volunteers, thank you all for all that you do here, by the way, continue the ministry and mission that God leads us on, let me just highlight a few things from these verses. Number one, and thank you, God, for giving me the book of Philippians uh, as we come to this time in my life. Paul shares a special bond with the people at Philippi. I love this letter. I know I've probably mentioned it many times before, this special bond that Paul has with the Christians at Philippi. The letter starts with words that I know by heart that I learned in the NIV. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel. Those are Paul's words, and I learnt them well as a fresh-out pastor in Alice Springs many years ago, um, knowing the struggle of ministry sometimes, but knowing the fullness of the partnership as people walk together in Christ. The very special bond that they share at Philippi, I pray, is the, spot, is the bond that we share, based from, based in, and based for bringing the, the grace of God to the world. That's our call. That's our call as community always, whoever the pastor might be here at any given time. Here in Philippians 2 today, we then flesh out this partnership more. I thank God for this partnership in the gospel that we share. Paul goes on in, the, in Philippians 2 today and says, if there or since there is any comfort in Christ, any consolation from love, any partnership in the Spirit. This is a partnership story going on here. If there is any affection and sympathy, Paul says, make my joy complete, being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or empty conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but the interests of others. Live, Paul is saying, I think, as you believe and as you receive. God regards us so highly that he gave up everything, gave up everything on a cross for you. And he's saying to us, partner in that space then, out of that heart and with the same mind. Don't lord it over others, but treat others better than yourselves. So while I'm away for this little time, may I be so bold as to suggest a few gospel partner checkpoints, a few grace checkpoints. The first one is uh, and you might like to check in on these from time to time, are we, as a community, living our faith in love and grace in our relationships? Are we living our faith in love and grace in our relationships? That comes out of those words, for me at least, as, that I've just read. The second checkpoint check 
is based on the words that follow, where Paul says, make my joy complete, be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Paul, if you read his letters, and I strongly encourage you to do that, I'm going to do that while I'm on leave for what it's worth. In his letters, he has a strong focus uh, on the minds of Christians as well as our hearts. Paul is clear. He's saying, sisters and brothers in Christ, pay attention and grow in your own spiritual formation. And I'm going to term spiritual formation or define it in this way. Spiritual formation, Christian spiritual formation, if I can get my lips to work, is the lifelong process by which a disciple of Christ moves and is moved from self-worship to Christ-centred self-denial as a way of being. It's not a one-off act, a continual renewing of our minds. And Paul is speaking here not just to us as individuals, but to the community. This is a collective. Some other places where Paul brings this out, in the same letter he says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true... Whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Use your minds. And in Romans he says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind so that you may be able to discern what is the will of God, what is acceptable and perfect. So the second checkpoint I encourage us all in as community is this one. It's a question. Are we growing and renewing our minds as we dwell with God and dwell in God's word in worship, in devotion and in life in community together? Are we growing The third checkpoint follows on directly from this, where Paul says, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Here's this continual renewing of the mind. And Paul then unpacks this for us. Christ Jesus, who though existed, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped, but emptied himself taking the form of a slave, slave, I should say, assuming human likeness. And being found in appearance as a human, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So my third checkpoint for us as community, for you as community, is am I, are we looking to Christ on the cross And do our minds and our lives reflect his life of sacrificial love and grace? Because this is the gospel. The sacrifice of Christ, why? For you, for me, for all because of sin. And to exchange that with the sweet gift of forgiveness. And then on Easter Day to exchange the sentence of death 
with the gift of eternal life. And as we celebrate the lives of Noel Shergis and Edna Collier, that's what we proclaim. And rightly so and very strongly do we do it. And that brings me to my final checkpoint, which seems to bring all of these other ones together. Therefore, my beloved, just as you always as you have always obeyed me, Paul says, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work on your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and arguing, so that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation in which you shine like stars. You shine like stars, the stars that were flung into, the, into, the, into being by Christ, shining this, this light as you hold onto. The, the little, there's a, a three-letter Greek word that goes on here that's variously translated. As you hold on to the word, of, of life, that is, it's held into you, or as you hold the word, onto the word of life, you hold it out. And that's uh, the version that I'm uh, running with today, as you hold out the word of life to each other and to the world. And Paul goes on to say, um, so that I can boast on the day of Christ that I did not run in vain or labour in vain. In our world, where we know from our own experience and as we see it around us where sin and death exist, where the evil one, even in his death spiral, would come and try to separate us and separate others from God, you and me, we are the shining stars. When and how, as we hold onto and as we hold out the word of life. Wow. God's word, God's gospel, the word of pure grace and gift in Christ, simply to be taken as that gift to be received in faith. As we live it and as we give it, there we are shining in God's eyes. How blessed am I that next Sunday, God willing, I'm going to celebrate 40 years of marriage. And I can say hand on heart, and I know not, this is not everyone's story, but my story is that my partner in life has shone the light of Christ for me for that time and more. Who are you called to? Who are you called to in your life today, tomorrow, whenever it might be, to shine, to shine a word of hope, to shine a word of forgiveness, to shine a word of life? So checkpoint four, am I, are we shining like stars in and beyond our congregation by holding out the word of life? Those are those four checkpoints that I've mentioned. Maybe they're of some value to you. Please be in the word of God where God will bring his checkpoints for your life. And as I take my leave, may I conclude with Paul's concluding words to the Philippians in chapter 4. 
where he writes, and he knows their struggles. He says, and my God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. And as Paul writes, and the peace of God, which goes beyond our mere human understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. <laughs>